this is the messy back end, where experts share customized business advice and tips about all the messy stuff that goes on behind the beautifully branded front end of entrepreneurship. This is where most businesses fail. So we're here to help you save time, make money, and succeed. And now your hosts of The Messy Back End, Sheila J. Davis and Nate Tucker. Welcome. Thank you so much for being here with us today. We have a wonderful show for you today. And as some of you might know, Albert Einstein once said, it has become appallingly obvious that our technology has exceeded our humanity. Later on, we're going to be talking to Steve Dotto, who is a tech geek, business owner, and entrepreneur. Steve is probably one of the smartest people I know when it comes to technology. I met Steve in person a few, a few years ago at a conference, and I've been a follower and a fan for years. He created some of the best, most entertaining videos that make technology seem incredibly easy. On YouTube, check it out, Dotto Tech. He's going to be talking to us about how to choose and use technology in your business. During our podcast today, you'll hear from real entrepreneurs with real messy backends. And our experts are going to help them by sharing their experience, expertise, and the tools they suggest to get it all cleaned up. If you're an entrepreneur with a messy backend and you would like to have advice from our experts, we want to hear from you. Give us a call at 801-810-6726 or visit us at themessybackend.com. If you are an entrepreneur with a messy backend and you would like to be a guest or submit a question, give us a call at 801-810-6726 or visit us at themessybackend.com. Com. Are you ready to put your business on autopilot and actually live your life? We simply offer the best strategies and solutions anywhere online at Lock and Load Marketing. Development, design, and marketing solutions to keep your business on target. Come conquer life's challenges with laughter with our very own Nate Tucker, founder of LaughingWithNate.com. Funny guy, photographer, digital marketer, entrepreneur, philanthropist, animal lover, and most importantly, pizza connoisseur. Visit laughingwithnate.com. Now let me introduce you to our wonderful, amazing panel this week. John Chandler is an entrepreneur from the UK and is a lucky dad to his seven-year-old son. He is the founder of Complete Web Group, a business that takes care of their client's website and marketing technology. We have David Eggertson, dubbed as the systems guy. He's brilliant with creating, executing, and managing effective systems. As an entrepreneur in web development and IT systems management for over a decade, David has helped thousands of people to streamline success both in their professional and family life. Wendy Maynard teaches service-based business owners the fastest and most effective way to grow their companies to six, seven, and even eight figures. Wendy co-founded a multi-million dollar marketing firm wrote and wrote the book, Marketing from the Inside Out. Before the show, our panelists are given a detailed description of our entrepreneur listeners' biggest messes. In this segment, we like to call the E-Mess, our expert panelists will each share their best idea, strategy, or tool for success. The entrepreneurs who submitted the messes will then choose the advice that they like best and that they feel is the best solution for their situation. 
Then in 30 days, we invite them back to hear how the solutions affected their business. Listeners can find out more about the detailed descriptions of these questions at themessybackend.com slash EP7. And if you would like to send in your messy situation, give us a call at 801-810-6726 or email us at hello at themessybackend.com. And now on to our expert panel for their expert advice. Don't mess your seat, folks. Here we go. Okay, the first question that is submitted, and I will just run all three of these questions together because they really do have a lot to do with each other. But the questions are, what are the must-have technologies for online businesses these days? And, oh, I missed that question. Uh, shocker, my messy back end is showing. That was the first question uh, that I didn't tell you guys earlier. So what are the must-have technology online questions or business tools? And do you have any tips for someone who's intimidated by technology? Um, what tools can, can you not live without? Um, and so let's go ahead and get started with, um, with David. David, um, why don't you tell us what tools you're using now? I just have to tell you guys, David, it seems like he is always working. We've been working together for only a couple months. And every time I voxer him or message him or something, he, I mean, he's like, let's do this, this, this. And he's just is on it. So he is technology master over here. <laughs> yeah. And, and honestly, the, this, this question is kind of funny to me because there's so much good technology out there right now, guys. Like there's so much, there's so many options. There's so many different ways you could go. And it's, and while you definitely can go wrong, <laughs> um, it's, it, there's, there's just options. And so there, I wouldn't say there's necessarily one right answer to this question where it's like that there's not one right piece of software. There's not one right. A lot of it depends on how you like to function. A lot, a lot of it depends on who you're working with and what they prefer. A lot of it just feels a, is dependent on what you're comfortable with. Right. Hey, hey, David, this is Wendy. Since this is such a big question, you know, we could each pick a, a category and give some favorites. We could. That's, 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 a good idea. Idea. that's a good idea. David, what category, like, I don't even know. You're so good at all of them. Like what category of technology? Cause you're right. I mean, there's so many, where do you start? And it comes down to money and how many people on your team and what kind of business are you running? I've had four different prop, uh, project management systems in the last <laughs> two years. So, you know, what do you think, David? What's, what's your one thing that you would suggest? Okay. I mean, it, really, we need to narrow down to a category because are, are we talking about websites? Are we talking about time management? Are we talking, you know, there's like so many different softwares for so many different things. So like a lot of people come to me because they need a website, right? That's one of the big reasons people come to me is because they want a website, they want it built. And my first question to them is, well, let's, let's talk about functionality. Let's talk about what your needs are because WordPress is a really common one, right? And a lot of people use WordPress, love WordPress. It's, it, there are some huge pros to WordPress. However, it is not right for every project. And so you, how do you know? And I think that's a big part of the question is how do you know what's right for you? Um, and this, and that's a really hard question. And I would say the biggest thing is finding somebody who is experienced, you know, and then finding two people who are experienced and comparing notes, right? Because one person might tell you something completely different from the other person. 
And you want to be able to kind of compare notes and figure out where they're congruent. And, and you know, I, ta I, I talk a lot of people through uh, why you might use one thing versus another thing. And while, again, there's no one right answer, um, I would just want to tell one quick story if it's okay. Um, I was hiring somebody out for a job and I, I came to them with a plan. And this is what I recommend. Go to, to this, go, whenever you've got a project or something that needs to be completed, go to the person you're trying to hire or if you're going to Upwork or Freelancer or whatever, there's a lot of websites where you can hire people. If you're going to those websites or whatever, make sure you have a plan outline. But then this is, this is where uh, it gets interesting because when people come back with bids and say, oh yeah, I'll totally do that for you. I'll do it exactly how you want it and everything. Don't take the person who will do it exactly how you want it. Take the person who says, well, wouldn't it be better if you did it this way? Wouldn't it be better if you, like, they're, they're actually thinkers, right? You want to find the people who are thinkers. You don't want to find the people who are robots, right? Because you can get a robot to do a robot's job. But if you're, getting, if you're hiring a person, hire somebody who has a brain on their head who can actually give you suggestions that will improve your life rather than finding somebody who will just do whatever you say, right? And be open to those suggestions. Because if you're not open to suggestions, different ways of thought, then you're going to find yourself getting exactly what you want, which usually isn't what you want, unfortunately. When it comes to technology, we think we know. Anyway, so. Yeah, definitely. You know what? I actually um, would add to that, don't take the lowest bid either. Um, yeah. Just because, you know, they still may be fantastic designer, but don't take the lowest bid. Um, but definitely t work with someone who has a good reputation. And like David said, who is a thinker, who is looking more, you're looking at the results of the project. They're looking at the strategy of how to make the project actually work. So that's really good advice. All right, Wendy, let's hear what, you know, give us your category and what your best suggestion is for technology. Because there's so much out there. Yeah, there is. Do you want me just to uh, do the what tools can't you live without question or try to fit it all in with well, my since, answer? Since we just have a little bit, tell us what, what tools you can't live without. Because I know you actually um, have some really great tools that you work with in your business. Yeah. So um, I'm going to pick the category of um, working with clients virtually and also uh, building influence. And so the things that I would recommend, um, and, and I'm sure people would chime in here because here we all are on a, a podcast or video show. Um, so the first thing that I recommend is Zoom, which is what we're using right now. It's a very stable platform. It is exceptional whether you do audio or video. And I would steer away from Skype, even though it's a free option. It um, really, really rubs me the wrong way because of its stability. Um, much rather get on a Zoom call than a Skype call. My second is get a great microphone. I'm using the Blue Yeti. I'm sure um, you all as podcast experts probably have some different uh, suggestions, but um, with mics, I've tried some lower end options and it really is worthwhile to invest in a good mic. Um, and then the next is a, a nice webcam. So I have the Logitech 920, which has been a great option for me. It's quite affordable and um, has a really good resolution for a very affordable uh, product. So uh, those are some of my must-haves. Now, right now I'm using um, earbuds rather than the speaker or I, the, but um, you know, you can use 
think they're called the AirPods, the latest generation. You don't have the cords. And there's also some fancy mics, um, or I'm sorry, some fancy earbuds that you can get like on Amazon or something. They run down your back so you don't see the cords if you want to get um, if you want to get, you know, really fancy and not have the white cord. So there's some options for that. But those are the things that I would really recommend. That'll allow you to not only really work well with your clients virtually, but if you want to start building influence, getting on podcasts, doing live streams, um, that will take you far. Definitely. And you know what? Zoom is really easy to use. I think that's key too, Wendy. All of those things that you suggested are user-friendly. One of the biggest complaints I have about technology is when it gets to be so complicated, you can't figure out. I mean, my favorite shopping cart is Thrivecart. I didn't even have to watch a training video on how to figure out how to use it. You pay one time, it's a lifetime payment, and you have this shopping cart that integrates with everything that has coupons, that has upsells, downsells, affiliates, all in one, and it is so easy to use. So that's another big thing definitely look for because Zoom's really easy to use, and I agree, Skype rubs me the wrong way too. <laughs> definitely. Okay, cool. John, my friend from across the pond. <laughs> uh, oh, now, I know God. John is super techie because I hire out some of my more techie work. He fixes my membership site when it breaks. So, John, let's hear, you know, your kind of focus and what tools you recommend. Yeah, sure. So, like, I'm going to dive into the any someone who's intimidated by technology and, like, finding help with technology because, I'm from the you know, sales and marketing automation and also website background as well, the same as David. But there is just so many tools out there to choose from, so many technologies, and they really vary depending on the person. Firstly, it's going to depend on the learning curve. Has someone actually got time for a learning curve? You know, there is some tools out there that are simple. There are some that have a bigger learning curve. And obviously, there's two types of people. There's people that have more time than money, and there's also people that have more money than time. So how, how do you do that? How do you find the system? Do you have enough time to go and look for all these different systems to find out which one is the one for your business? From personal experience, you, you'll be more productive if you were to find a, a company or an agency or a team to be able to outsource that job to. Like if you can find experts that can help you with your marketing technology or experts that can help you with your website technology, you have got more hours for you to then do what you do best. And that is running your business, closing more leads, networking with people and literally talking to people about what you actually do expert in. Like for me, we do a lot of like training. We do a lot of courses. We also do a lot of implementation, but one thing that obviously is frustrating is when someone is going to try and, and learn it themselves because again they can be intimidated by the software they can be intimidated by the learning curve and a lot of people what they'll do is they'll just forget about it and what they actually do is is they're they're throwing away the chance of actually growing their business because they they see the learning curve and because they can't handle it they just wash away with it but i mean the must-have technologies that i would recommend for any business at the moment which is my favorites and i'm going to go into like a category rather than specific software it's going to be like using technology as much as you can to automate your business again because this unlocks uh, another level of productivity you can save your business 40 hours a month by using automation technology you've got another 40 hours of productivity to make more money in your business so i like to look at automation technology as a way to actually drive more revenue because the money that you save is actually more revenue for the business and the company another must-have technology for you know for websites 
CMS backend systems. There are some that that's really complicated, but there's also some that are really easy as well. You know, if you say, if you're building a course, you have tools like Kajabi, or you have like LearnDash for WordPress. Um, and, and that's different if you're going to build like a complete kind of custom build. It's going to take years if you don't, if, if you've never done it before. And quite frankly, you know, that's the kind of thing you should be hiring out to someone. Which leads me on to my next thing, that if you are going to hire someone, when you find the technology, to, to find the right person to do the technology, again, don't always go for the lowest bid and make sure you do kind of accurate checks on their profile, make sure you've got some sample work and make sure they can actually practice what they preach as well. Definitely. Um, totally agree with that. Um, if you are intimidated by it, I mean, I, I admit it. Something happened on my membership site. I spent three days trying to figure it out and John figured it out in just an hour or two. And granted, he had to make some phone calls. You know, if, if it's going to take you a long time to do it, you need to weigh the time it's going to take you with the money that you would um, be able to make during that time. If you can make a thousand dollars in a day and it's going to cost you 250 to hire someone to do something and it would take you three days to do it. That's a pretty good bet that you should be hiring it out. So definitely. All right. You guys are amazing as always. And if any of you who are listening right now felt inspired to take the panelists advice in your business and you would like to start to share what suggestions you used in your business, please let us know your progress. The key to making this progress podcast really work is to hear about the results of the suggestions. This allows us to be able to learn not just from one of the experts point of view, but from the execution of the suggestions provided. At this point in our show, we would like to share with you the messes that have been cleaned up by our expert panelists who have shared their advice with entrepreneurs who have visited the show. Since this is a new show, we don't have the stories to share with you yet, but we will very soon. At The Messy Backend, we do things a little bit differently. We don't just dish out advice and expect it to work. We will give advice to our entrepreneurs who call in or who submit their questions, and then you can come back in 30 days and tell us the results of the advice that was given. Did it work for you? Did it not work for you? What did you try that did work? What questions do you still have? We want to be able to give a full, well-rounded solution to your messy backend. So be sure and join us so that we can hear not only the messy backend, but how you cleaned it up. So be sure to join us, not just for the messy backend, but also the cleanup. Do you have big ideas for your business, but you need a little help with those logistics? Or maybe you've been so busy building your business that you haven't had the time to give your customers that much needed TLC? That's where Pam Langard at Ridgetop Virtual Solutions comes in. She can help with that. RidgetopVirtualSolutions.com from shopping online to determining if Amazon Prime is a good deal for your family, check out truemoneysaver.com and manage your money so you can get more even though you're spending less at truemoneysaver.com. Welcome back to The Messy Backend. We are here today with Steve Dada, who is Canada's most respected geek. For over 15 years as host and executive producer of Dotto Tech, a nationally syndicated TV show, Steve entertained and educated millions of Canadians on all aspects of technology. Currently, Steve has a popular YouTube channel called Dototech, and his passion project is educating baby boomers on embracing the online lifestyle 
through a podcast called Gray Matters. Thanks, Nate. Steve, I am thrilled to have you, and I'm going to expand your um, likability into the United States because I do know that a lot of us here know you. I don't know how many Canadians know you, but I know a lot here in the United States know you as well. And I heard you speak a few years ago, and I have always been a huge fan. Your training videos just blow me away, and um, your tech skills are, you know, I would say probably world no, worldwide. I mean, we know Ian clear in Ireland, you know, appreciate. So we'll go worldwide. And um, we're we're excited to have you here today to talk about technology specifically in regards to how do you make the right decision when it comes to choosing your technology? You know, that's such an, first of all, thank you very much for the, for the compliments. I appreciate it. And yeah, that was fun meeting you. I guess we met in Chicago at at Kim Garth's event a few years back. Um, The, uh, you know, one of the things that a channel like mine does is, is we look at all different types of technology. We look at, you know, five or six or seven different, say, task managers or to-do list managers. And people always ask me how they, uh, you know, how to evaluate and choose the right one. And it's such a tough decision. And the tools that we use are so important and in, uh, in the success that our businesses have. I think a lot of us think that choosing the right tool is, is if we choose the wrong tool, it could actually be massively detrimental to our business. And, and so that creates pressure because we're not really equipped. We don't have time to test each and every, each and every app that's other. I mean, Nate used to work for Infusionsoft. And if you think about the depth and the, uh, the, 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 uh, the, the capabilities of a tool like that, how do you evaluate that compared to three or four other CRMs and really make the best decision? It's a huge challenge. And uh, I think it, it, what happens is a lot of us then end up with, uh, analysis paralysis where you just where you spend all your time evaluating looking at testing out different tools and you never get to the point that you actually apply those tools to building your business um or if you do it's very far down the stream and once you've made the decision you spend all this time second guessing yourself and looking at other tools instead of just concentrating on moving the ball downfield for yourself i think that's i think that's just a disaster waiting to happen so I'll, t- I'll tell you a little bit kind of a, how I came about with kind of my philosophy on how to choose the right tool. And it's, it's almost a cheat because it's too simple. Is you look at the tools that you're interested in, you do a reasonable evaluation. You make sure they do the, they have the capability to do the tasks that you need. And most of them, most, most of the good tools are going to do that. Like, let's talk about CRMs, you know, Infusionsoft or uh, Entreport or, uh, even a tool like uh, a, um, oh, I've lost the name, not, not Constant Contact, because I don't like that one that much, but, you know, throw out two or three other names. Uh, uh, um, Active Campaign. Active Campaign is the one that I'm thinking of. You, you look at those, they all do about the same thing. They're all going to allow us to create mail lists, to create sales funnels or create email funnels. They're going to allow us to tag, uh, tag contacts. They're going to allow us to have API integration to webinar packages and other packages to be able to automatically pull people into our mail list and segment that list and to be able to send out polls and to be able to, and to, be able to track opens and see how many people click through. They do all those things, right? All of them will do all of those things. So then how do you choose one over the other? Well, price might come down or your affinity or maybe you know somebody on your team as an experience with one of the products. Make your decision, your best decision in a reasonable amount of time. And then this is how you make sure it's the right decision is you fully vest in that product. You learn to use the damn product. 
you don't spend all your time wondering about features it doesn't have. You figure out how to make your business work with the features it does have. You learn intimately how that tool works. The, the right decision is your responsibility. You make it the right decision by how you embrace the tool. And it doesn't matter whether it's a, 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 a note tool like Evernote over OneNote, you made that choice, then learn everything Evernote does and don't worry about what OneNote does after you've made the decision. It doesn't matter anymore because switching over once you've invested and once you've started to really embrace a product is so much work that it's almost never worthwhile. So once you made that, it's a lifelong commitment. It's like marriage. It's well, like, I think you, I think we can drop the mic, Nate, uh, like a <laughs> proverbial, like mic drop. You're right. The, I mean, I've always said the right tool is the one you'll use, but you took that a whole other level is the right tool is the one you have and the one you invest in. And you right. make it the right tool. You, you make, make it, it the right decision. Like I chose Infusionsoft. I'm not a big fan of Infusionsoft. I don't think it's a great application. They don't have incredible customer support that breaks <laughs> from time to time. There's some real frustrating little idiosyncrasies in the tool. And I'm sure other tools have the same roster of, of issues. Right. But it works for me because I've learned what it can do. And so now when I think of a business process, even though I'm not the person who day-to-day -day manages my Infusionsoft installation, because I know everything it does and I can do it myself if I need to, then as I build business processes that, that drive my business forward, I do that tailor-made understanding what I can do with Infusionsoft and how we MacGyver together different things to make it work for us as, right. best, as, as best we can. So it doesn't matter if another tool might do one process more elegantly. It really doesn't matter because I'll get that process done because I know how to use the tool. Right. And that's and, and I think that 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 extends into Asana. We use Asana for all of our planning. I use it for my personal, uh, you know, my personal note taking. Now I do test other tools because the nature of my channel is that I have to look at those other tools. But I can right. tell you from looking at all the other tools that even though I see features in another task manager that I go, man, I wish Asana had that. There's no way on earth that I would switch away my team from Asana because we're all moving in the right direction and and all of our all of our stuff, all of our projects, all of our processes are built into that tool. So once you've made the decision, don't look back. It's, it's, it's you know, just like you shouldn't be, I guess it's true, like, like marriage. Once you're married, you probably should stop dating. I'm thinking that's a healthy way to, that's a healthy way to, 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 to lead your life. Right. right. Stop dating. Stop looking at others and going, well, I could be with that. I could be. It's just, no, be happy with what you've yeah. got. Make what you've got work. Exactly. And, and, and of course, in my, in my case, it's my job to look at others. So I'll have to explain that to my, <laughs> my significant apps. I have to make sure Asana's not jealous from time to time, but yes, you're absolutely well, I, I, I take uh, photos of models for, uh, that's one of my jobs. So yeah, I have the same idea. It's like, I have to be looking at these beautiful women. I'm sorry, <laughs> but I can't close my eyes when I'm taking pictures. Sucks to be here. Uh, there we go. I know. Right. <laughs> so no, that, that makes total sense though. That is brilliant because, you know, I actually was telling Nate earlier in the day today that I, I hired a team to help me with some things and I, I've totally failed because unlike you, I can't just look at another tool, but I, I allowed them to convince me to switch project management systems and my business has not been the same since. And that is, so this, the advice that Steve is giving is 100% true. I should have had my team come on board with me that was already working in the system 
because now I've had four project management systems over the last year. And I, you know, I, the one I have right now, monday.com, I, you know, I love this advice because it is new and we are struggling to get onto it, but I'm going to stick with that. I'm going to learn yeah. everything I possibly can know They, you know, a lot of these platforms will do uh, webinars every month so that you can learn. They have training videos. Steve has an enormous amount of training videos. Um, but seriously, my so smart. So, yeah. so smart. And, and you, and now the thing is you're on a platform and it's a capable platform. It's got a great reputation. We know that it's got a lot of features. So you now are in a position, even though you've gone through four, it doesn't matter where you, it doesn't matter what came before once you've made the decision, once you're on is yeah. it's how you act moving forwards is going to determine the success. Yeah. I, what that does for entrepreneurs though, is it removes us from the fear because we're always afraid that we're going to make the wrong decision. And the bottom line is it doesn't, you're not going to make the wrong decision. You make it the right decision by how you act. And so I think that that removes the pressure. It also incents you to make sure that you learn to use the tool. I mean, too many of us, let's be honest, too many people out there dip their toe in the tool and they don't, and they don't want, they don't learn how to use it. So what happens is the tool ends up running them instead of them running the tool. How often do you feel your technology is in charge of you and you're living in fear of your automatic scheduling system of people booking a meeting with you and you're afraid to go in and change anything because you really don't know what you did to set it up in the first place. And now if you change anything, it's going to be a total mess and disaster. Well, right. that's not acceptable. Yeah. You've got to be the boss. And that is so our, true. You, you act, be the adult in the room and learn how to use it and learn, how, learn what it does. And don't be afraid to dive in and change things and, and, and be in control of all of your tools. Yeah, definitely. And that's actually one of the questions that, um, that was sent in was, what do I do if technology scares me? And so you totally covered that too, is like, well, you still have to dive in. Yeah. So um, I do have one last question for you as we're wrapping it up is, and this is kind of something that everybody needs to understand, is that line between now I have the technology, at what point do I hire that out like you said, you have someone who does your Infusionsoft. You know, I, I have to have someone who does some of my work. How do you know when you get to that point? And I think you might have touched on it a little bit because when your technology is running you, that's probably a you pretty know, good clue right there. Yeah. No, I, I always, now this is my philosophy is I always use the tool myself until I know it intimately and then I'm willing to pass it off. But I think the person who does the best job of explaining how to make that decision is Michael Hyatt. If you listen to oh, some of yeah. you read some of his blog posts and stuff, he talks about how, what your time is worth. And, if, and, and he's just got an equation. And if you look at how much you earn when you're doing things that only you can do for your business, and you look at those dollars, then you look at how much it costs you to hire a person to administer your database or to manage your email system. Uh, that's just, it, it comes down to simple math at that point there. And it's a pretty easy decision once you break it down into the value of your time. And if you respect the value of your time, then that becomes a fairly easy decision. I think that is the, the magic key. It's not just when, when I have the money, I'm going to hire someone. It is, I need to understand it and I need to know it's working for me, for my business, doing what I want it to do before I hire it out. That also helps you hire the right person too yeah, exactly. as well. Yeah. Sure. And, and, and don't, and that is something that you spend, you know, in, you do, if you don't feel comfortable with the person that you've hired, um, don't has that's something that you can change, 
right? That's something you've got to get the right team in place where you have trust and that they elevate you, that they're smarter than you as far as the use of the tool and they elevate what happens with the tool. So that is a place that you really, you know, you can kick a few tires to kind of get the right person in place. Uh, but definitely if you see here, I think we can all kind of go back to one example. I'm, I hope we don't go over, but so many of people listening now who have developed, who have had a website developed, know the fear that they have of having a developer design a WordPress site or a website for them. And they don't understand what went into building that site. And they feel tied to that person forever, even though they might not be comfortable with that service because they just have no idea all of the, the how the website works is voodoo to them. They, they, they just don't understand it at all. Don't let that happen. And it's hard to learn about, it's hard, you know, like it's, it's happened to most people with their website. Okay, fine. That's water under the bridge, but don't let that happen to you again with future tools. Don't be tied to one company because they understand the systems they put in place and you don't understand them. Your responsibility is to understand all of the levers of power within your business. And that's, that's, that's our job as entrepreneurs. Yeah. And I agree. And I would go even one step further that if you have a provider who has made you feel like they are the only person that can help you, that's not a good provider. They are not the only, it's like, it's kind of like someone who's kidnapped. They literally think if they do the things that these people say that they could be in harm's way. And that's true. And maybe this is the worst example in the whole world, but in reality, there, there are ways and you, you, if someone tries to take control of your business, they're definitely not the right person for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you do that by documentation and by, by knowledge, you know, it's, it's hard work though. It's hard work, but you're up to it. We're all up to it. Definitely. Yeah. Being an entrepreneur is not for the faint of heart. No, no. All right. Thanks so much, Steve, for, for your time and for your sharing your knowledge with us. If you want to get in touch with Steve, check out dototech.com and his YouTube channel where he has won one of those magical YouTube. I was, I was watching that, Steve, when you opened the box of the YouTube trophy that you got. Oh, I think that's really cool. That's over here, yeah, that the, uh, the, uh, the silver play button. Yeah, that's 100,000 subscribers. It's, it was nice to get. That was nice. It was, it was, it, it, it's nice that YouTube does that. It's evidence of hard work. Yeah, right. definitely. Cool. Definitely. I think I have like 200. <laughs> All right. It's not they, the number. It's, it's how committed they are to you. <laughs> true that. True that. Okay. Thanks so much, Steve. Remember, if you're an entrepreneur with a messy backend, and believe me, they all have them. At some point, somebody's business has a messy backend. And we would love to have you, or if you would love to have some of the personalized advice from our experts, give us a call at 801-810-6726 or visit us at themessybackend.com. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or by visiting themessybackend.com forward slash subscribe so that you'll never miss an episode. A big thank you to our entrepreneurs and listeners who provide us with their questions and message so we can help each other learn and become more successful on this entrepreneur journey together. Our expert panelists, David Eggertson, John Chandler, and Wendy Maynard, and our expert get and our guest experts, the amazing Steve Dotto. Thank you for your time and expertise in helping all of us clean up messy backends all over the world. A big thank you to my co-host Nate Tucker, who helps bring out your inner beauty and vision through coaching, photography, and video at laughingwithnate.com. Stanley Bostwick, who helped us well 
let's face it, he actually did our audio and video editing. And believe me, that was a big, messy back end. Cassandra Boswick, my beautiful daughter, who is a much better writer than I, who helped with the show notes and editing. Remember, if it tires you out, hire it out. Put your business on autopilot so you can actually live your life. Visit lockandloadmarketing.com for more than just marketing. We clean up and help with the messy back end, but we also make the front end look beautiful. Woo! Well, that's all we have for today's episode of the the the, the messy b- b- back end. Join us again next week as our experts share more customized business advice and tips about all the messy stuff that goes on in the back end of entrepreneurship. Remember, you are not alone. Every business has a messy back end that needs a little attention.